This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hello and welcome back to our show where we talk about TV shows with our friends. This is the second TV show, Netflix's Dairy Girls. Steve, this is your first show and I'm very excited to talk about it with you today. Today we're talking about the pilot, season one, episode one. Take it away, Steve. Awesome. Thank you, Eli. I was so excited to bring my first show here to Shows with Friends. Um, Eli had a great first show in Casual that we just covered in our last series. But now it was my turn, and I, he had set the bar, and I had to answer. So I chose Dairy Girls, um, which is a wildly popular show on Netflix coming all the way over from Ireland. Um, a really funny, cutting-edge period piece. This is Dairy Girls is set during the first Clinton administration. So it's, we're talking early 90s. Um, and 90s. Yeah, and they do a lot with um, really landing you in this early 90s uh, time period and, and focusing on uh, these young girls, these young dairy girls that are going to middle school. And they're coming of age, they're they're becoming teenagers. They're wanting independence. They're wanting rights, you know, and they're, and they're, you know, dealing with all these very big young teenage issues set against the backdrop of what is a really radical point in the history of Northern Ireland where tensions are high and there's massive conflict between the Protestant and Catholic faiths as well as the British government and the government of North Ireland. And it, it all is told through the lens of these young girls in a very, very funny way. So uh, before we get into anything else, Indeed. I want to ask Eli his first impressions, because I've seen this show before. I'd only seen it all once, so I was happy to rewatch it for the first time in this process. But Eli, your very first time watching Dairy Girls, what did you think of the pilot? Let's see. I thought it was very funny. Nice. Very, very funny. I wasn't sure, because I didn't know anything about it, mm -hmm. what to expect on the scale of serious to comedic, let's say. And it was very funny. And as you said, really accurately, puts you firmly back into the 90s. And I think for both you and I, being of the ages we are, uh, I was instantly put back into you know junior high even, I believe, with a lot of the music choices mm -hmm. that they made very early on in the show. And I thought it lent uh, a very fun air to, as you described it, this 
coming of age and honestly pretty funny and lighthearted little short pilot set against uh, this backdrop of, yeah, all these tensions and a bomb scare, uh, which actually is something that I experienced firsthand traveling in the late 90s in England. Oh, wow. With our school singing show choir. So set against that backdrop, uh, I thought it was really fun and funny and uh, almost absurd at times Mm -hmm. and really took you right into both that period and the story. I really appreciated the way that the voiceover, uh, both in the intro and outro, actually, for this episode, Mm-hmm. Was actually the cousin reading the diary? <laughs> yeah, they, right? yeah, they and kept, not the main character. Yeah, they kept coming back uh, to that diary throughout and her personal thoughts, throughout. but it was never her voice. It was it was the like <laughs> the stolen personal thoughts, the exposing of her um, sort of not in control of, of of her own life. You know that was a wonderful way to put it, and. Yeah, the the um, just to touch on a little bit more of this backdrop of this heady northern Northern Ireland c- conflict zone. We're talking about early to mid nineties, so which which is funny watching this because you forget that like the early to mid nineties was really kind of still the eighties. Like there wasn't that much different than like the late eighties. Um, no, and uh, and I think about it, I really think Dairy Girls is. The only project I can think of, TV or movie, that really turns that um, what happened there and the environment there into a comedy, straight up. Because you're talking about like in the name of the father with Daniel Day Lewis and Ronan and all these like intense, heavy political thrillers and dramas and and uh, and this uh, doesn't shy away. You know, it it uses that, and I think a, a deeply personal. Um, project from uh, Lisa McGee, who created it. Yeah, and one thing I really liked is the way that they take it head on, mm. right? It's very early in the episode that it's on the news, and immediately the place that they take it is the mom is just like, oh my God, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It. I've had it. Yeah. They've been home all summer. They are going to school, <laughs> you know? And that actually, following that, is a hilarious moment where the um, you know grandfather is criticizing the dad because <laughs> yeah. it's actually a son-in-law, right? <laughs> and he's just like, "They shouldn't be taking the bus. You should be driving them to school, you lazy shit." And he's like, "I gotta go to work and support the family." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's um, like, "Stop talking to my daughter." And he's like, "We've been married for seventeen years." <laughs> that is great. You just immediately have, uh, yeah, really funny. Uh, as you're saying, take on and spin on um, that time and era and living with that reality in Northern Ireland, right? Um, mm. Which is the backdrop to these teenage girls and now suddenly a boy. Yeah, James. <laughs> coming of age. Oh, poor James. And James, the whole introduction and treatment of James throughout this is hilarious. <laughs> and it's very like swept under the rug that uh, he's a boy going to a all, you know, girls school. And that everything is just explained by, 
Well, he's English. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why he couldn't go to the boys' school. Well, they, he's English. They made a yeah. They made a big fuss about his safety and this and that. It was like really an excellent, legitimate decision uh, to keep this this young man safe. Um, I want to yeah. go back real quick to um, uh, Aaron's home, the main character's home, and as Eli, you and I are both are from America, and you know we grew up in American households. I think one of the cool things about this show it's that these um, being in Ireland and you know anywhere other than America, really, it's like it's not just your home, right? I mean, it's like the the grandfather lives there, the aunt and the cousin live there with her. You know, James goes right. and lives with his cousin. It's like these extended families that are all under yeah. one roof. That to me is this wild dynamic. So it's this notion of like you don't feel like you have enough privacy anyway. Mm-hmm. In general, as a, in general as a teenager growing up, but then in to to grow up under those those circumstances where you're like sharing a room with your cousin and your grandfather's there yep. and your aunt's there and it's just like oh my word yeah and we don't realize necessarily uh, here in America that that is the reality in most places even parts of America where that is where there's space and resources right. to house and care for these people it's not even a question you're all family. And you're housed, you know, where you are safely. And you're sharing, you know, a room with your 15-year-old cousin. Like, perfect. She's only a year younger than you. You can go to school together. Yeah, the I mean, a really cool dynamic of all these different characters living under one roof. And, and also funny, all the adult actors are these really funny Irish character actors that you recognize in different shows. The grandfather was on Game of Thrones and... And um, they're all just got like excellent timing, or they should, they all have yeah, excellent and the timing. Store clerk, even. and right, that guy is. Hilarious. Oh yeah, He's been on a bunch of things, and um, that yep. scene is hilarious. Yeah, and um, cool story about how they cast the lead girls in this show. They actually did a big casting call in Northern Ireland, and all the lead characters, the the three or uh, four young ladies. They're all from the area of Londonderry. The main girl, the main two girls, um, Aaron and Michelle, are actually from that town straight up. That's so awesome. that that to me is really awesome. And beyond fresh faces, just like fresh faces of that of that country. And um, Dairy Girls itself has has become a popular show. They did two seasons. Uh, third season has been delayed because of the global. COVID-19 pandemic, but hopefully they're going to come back and do it. Um, But these girls are really charming and really fun um, fun. on social media. And the sister Michael is also a really funny uh, character that we'll get to when we (laughs) take us to school. But um, just to to kick off, Aaron was trying to exert, really upset that that, um, her cousin Orla was reading her journal or diary and yeah. then was trying to exert her independence by throwing on the jean jacket right oh, yeah it's the best. And, <laughs> and immediately getting just shot down by her mom and then links up with claire hey, pass me the, the wooden spoon <laughs> yeah and then it was coming off right yeah you nope. know she didn't want anything to no. do with that spoon uh, so they link up with claire on the way to the bus and Claire's got the jean jacket on and is immediately upset that the, <laughs> not gonna she's like and she says I don't want to be an individual on my own. <laughs> and Dave takes the jacket off. That's so good. I have that, that written down too. It's like, uh, 
<laughs> Oxymoronic, amazingly <laughs> written. Uh, but yeah, the, there was an obvious jean jacket packed to be individual together. <laughs> Strength in numbers. It was so funny. Which fell so, uh, immediately. So funny. Yeah. And when they link up, um, I think then they go to the candy store, right? after the, Just directly after that, before they link up with Michelle. Because um, she comes from another bus and then they get on their own bus. Mm-hmm. And um, and that candy scene was funny in which Claire so Claire's raising some money for Kamal, Kamal. <laughs> in a third world country, so she's not going to eat. She's fasting for him to yeah. raise money to feed him, um, which is really cute and also a very teenage thing to do, right? And you like pick up a cause and you get like yeah all fired up. But Kamal is an interesting character who's not in the show, who's in the show <laughs> in this first episode because they keep bringing bringing him up, and you get a couple f. Fuck them all. <laughs> that comes up a couple times. Fuck them all. And, uh, and then they link with Michelle, and it was an awesome sequence that I just wanted to bring up. And then I'll turn it over for you for some more of your thoughts on the early part of this pilot. But So Michelle comes off, and she's like, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> motherfuckers is my new thing. That's my new thing that I'm saying. Because she had just watched... Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't say the title, right? Yeah. She's just like, oh, just watch this. They she vaguely they describes around. part of the <laughs> they, they shoot people and eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> just like, and it's got your man in it. You know, the one who disco dances from Lucas Talking. <laughs> and then, then they transition that with the music from Pulp Fiction when they got on the bus. It's like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 dun. Oh, I just loved that transition. Michelle's, the character of Michelle's intro yeah. to them getting on the bus with the music and yeah. passing it around and the whole sequence afterwards. Um, it was so great. And so, yeah, real quick, you really, um, it was such a quick definition of these four lead. Yeah. Or five lead. Well, it's got James, right? So he's yeah. he's in the mix too, right? Right. But they're just so different. And so, you know, their own character and, and, uh, and Michelle's the kind of outgoing one who's kind of edgy and yeah. wants to be more adult, right? And Aaron, um, you kind of seeing everything through her. I guess you could say she's like the main character, right? She's definitely, yeah, positioned as that. And the sort of face of the, uh, the show and their ragtag bunch. <laughs> I like the way, though, that the intro and the framing and the music um, – you know, you still sort of feel like they're the the main characters, but then they like aren't actually badass or that cool or yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like psych. <laughs> they get shut down by this little girl because you know her sister is Big Mandy, and it's pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's an amazing, very quick intro to them, and then boom, like crash into their reality um which mm-hmm. is just being teenagers and constantly struggling against everything uh, or at least it feeling like that uh so it does a great job of doing that and dropping you into their experience of that going to high school um there's some funny things too about these initial you know few scenes as they are heading to school and then in school um just the way that, you know, they show these sort of close-in experiences in the back of the bus, the confrontation with the younger girls. And then when they get to school, that prefect 
who's like all of a sudden oh, yeah. up in their face. And <laughs> <laughs> these both of these girls, the prefect and uh, and the younger girl, Big Mandy's sister, uh, are yep. like much smaller and uh, <laughs> yeah. very intense. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. a really funny way of showing them they sort of look like uh, like kind of big and silly in these situations and yeah. it adds to yeah. the comedy. <laughs> Absolutely. That that shot on the bus where they roll up to the girls in the back and then it, it's from the, the girls sitting down perspective looking at them and they're all kind of packed together. Yeah. It's a really funny, funny shot. And really like funny. Uh, Michelle's trying to act all hard and then real quick they realize who her sister is and they have to reverse. Yeah. Um, we miss Claire's kind of a funny part. You, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, we miss kind of a funny part. You had mentioned the candy store, right? And the guy in the yeah. candy store who was super funny. And then when they leave the candy store and Aaron runs um, into David, who's putting up the musician, the younger mm-hmm. musician guy is putting up a poster for his yeah. gig. And um, she sees him and she's like, okay, all right, just act natural, act natural. And then she walks ahead of everybody and just pretends to be laughing at like something funny. That part was so painfully funny. Claire's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. She's like, what are you talking to? What are you doing? Like, Shh, play along. Oh, yeah, that whole scene was hilarious. And like, So you're personally inviting me to your gig? <laughs> Well, all of personally. you, really. <laughs> but me, personally, you want me to go? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, awesome. So then we're at school. Yeah. And the prefect is there. And um, immediately, they did a really, like, yeah. Well, they just did a really funny job with this character. You know, there's always that person in high school who's kind of too much and too about being the student leader and 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 into all you know the student authority or trying to get teacher authority as a student super um, gung-ho and yeah <laughs> has the rule book memorized um, yeah and this is definitely a character you know we've seen in a lot of other movies about boarding school or private school or college even this sort mm-hmm. of like student you know rules enforcer um, always, you know, ready to tattle, cite, you know, the other students. But she apparently has some sort of uh, power and sway in this situation. And, uh, well, I love just the way that <laughs> she's a meeting, immediately skirting the issue of whether or not James is a boy. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> very interesting hair choice. Uh, I, I might try that if I had the bone structure. And <laughs> she's like, he's a fella. <laughs> Just this <laughs> a boy. She's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, she she's clearly you know on to them. And then of course Michelle uh, removes any doubt of whether or not this girl is going to report them by just flipping <laughs> her off. <laughs> yeah, Michelle goes nuclear. Everyone's like, great. Uh-huh. Um, the frustrated Aaron, frustrated Claire are just funny. They're just funny to watch. Um, Cause Michelle really doesn't, it's like, she doesn't give a fuck until she does. Right. Cause yeah. she's like, um, and then this takes us into the school assembly. So we're right back with this character, Jenny, who is the prefect um, and the school say suck up or whatever, but she's doing a little presentation that clearly 
she put together and she's got a little helper that she gave like one little line that was just like, <laughs> how nice. Or like, isn't this great? Like she gave her this like weird affirming line at the end that I thought was really funny. Um, and then we get to meet uh, Sister Michael right after that, um, who's very funny. Um, very funny. Yeah. Clearly like the, the head, head mastress, head nun. Um, I'm not sure the exact term this type of school but i'm sure we'll learn it if we haven't already right head nun sounds accurate enough for this episode of yeah Shows i think that's what i wrote the head nun yeah um, she's definitely the head nun pretty hilarious yeah immediately um in that assembly and of course uh going <laughs> just <forward>. words <laughs> just words just beautiful words <laughs> but unfortunately that's all they are <laughs> Yeah, she Her goes, thing. immediately goes like total doomsday, protect yourself, you know, watch your back on them. And uh, very ominous, uh, pretty hilarious intro to her character. <laughs> yeah, intense. So you get this. Yep. And then she introduced James to the whole school. And um, immediately, <laughs> like initially they're like, he's the first boy ever to go here. And you hear like a whistle. And she's like, but that's because he's British. And then everyone's like, bah. like it's like, <laughs> like such a turnoff for everybody. And then, and then <laughs> she kid. says, uh, I, w- I won't have a repeat of the Mr. Mullen affair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, what is that? And poor James, the only person he can turn to is Michelle. And yeah. she's the least apathetic character oh to this situation. She hates him. She hates the responsibility <laughs> of being tethered yeah. to an English fella. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, who is it? She, I guess it's her. Yeah, she explains to him. Uh, he got he got tied to the monkey bars by a fourth <laughs> fourth year. Uh, but don't worry, Gy- gyrated. They <laughs> yeah, gyrated, they gyrated all over. All over him. Uh, <laughs> but don't worry, he was good looking, so you're fine. They <laughs> 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 just that, that <laughs> so was clear. Just piling on James at every turn. And uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like an Irish British thing for sure. Yep. Yeah, the pacing of the show is super funny because they kind of close that scene with that joke on James. It's kind of like putting him down. There's always some kind of some kind of joke that lands for us, but then the scene just moves on to the next scene, which I was found like <laughs> really, really awesome for pacing. So they're. So then there, uh, this begins this part of the pilot where James has to go to the bathroom. Right. Right. In this next scene, but there's no, there's no bathrooms for him. They're all with all girls bathrooms yeah. and he's not getting an answer from anybody on where he's supposed to go or what he's supposed to do. <laughs> no one's <laughs> answering him and you feel, you start to feel his pain. It's like, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's an awful situation, right? Like you <laughs> yes. gotta go. Our man's gotta go here. Where does he go? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then of course, uh, you know, they get called into the office. That, yeah, that dreaded, dreaded sound. You know, the intercom comes on, and your <laughs> name gets called to the office. Yep. Uh oh. Aaron, Orla, Claire, Michelle, and the wee English chap. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he doesn't look that small, of course, right? Uh, the wee English chap, and yeah. uh, they've got to go. And so I, th- 
<laughs> yeah, and I th- and and we've reached a like reach a point where so everyone has really funny moments in this in this pilot, yeah. I think. And I think it's safe to say like it is a great cast. And this young group of kids are so funny and fresh and the fact that like this is really the you know the what they were discovered for the first thing that they've done i think they're bringing so yeah. much of themselves to it um but <laughs> it's what claire kind of takes over this next segment when mm-hmm. she sort of grabs everyone she's like she'd be, she's been she's been fasting since the morning right so she's missed basically lunch as michelle puts it later <laughs> on she's basically skipped lunch she starts starving and going mad and um she grabs everyone. She's like, whatever happens in there, we have to stick together. Yeah. Right? We have to stick together. <laughs> and then it immediately cuts to her just like throwing everyone under the bus. And like, saying, Michelle. I wasn't me. I was just standing there. Okay, I know I was there, but I did nothing. Okay, if there's anyone who's getting in trouble, it would be Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> and, the, and the way it lands and, and Sister Michael's next line, <laughs> she's just like, well, I guess it's fair to say that we've all lost a bit of respect for you there, Claire. <laughs> it's just quite silent in the room. I just was like, everyone in that scene is a comic genius. Like, they're all so funny, and their timing is so good. It's really good. It's really good. And, you know, the whole end to that scene where uh, she doesn't accept the apology, right? <laughs> Sister Michael's like, well... Gotta draw a line under this one somehow, right? She's like, <laughs> detention. And then it's House of Pain, right? Is the next yeah. song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're staying uh, like with the same na- 90s, that same 90s vibe and music, but they're literally narrating through the music what's going on too. And yeah. that was one of the subtle things that I thought. Uh, we both would love about this and pick up on. Uh, I just wrote down House of Pain as they entered a yeah. right? And right? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. And that, of course, brings us to uh, sort of the, the final comedy, this uh, amazing, hilarious, tragic comedic scene. Uh, yeah, the detention scene. <laughs> the detention where- scene. You know, James tried to uh, ask Sister Michael about the bathroom and using the staff bathroom was denied in a very <laughs> quick, funny scene. No, of course not. So, <laughs> so James like is a great idea, too. You know, he's trying to get yeah. creative here. And he was very optimistic about it, thinking this was a winner. And surely I can use the staff bathroom, right? No, of course not. No. Um, so, yes, James's bladder is about to explode. Yeah. Claire is losing her mind because she's so hungry. Um, Michelle is kind of doing her makeup of being like, oh, this sucks. And like realizing, you know, not really realizing that it was all her fault, basically. Right. Um, Aaron is really upset that she's missing. The gig. Um, da- David's gig. And then Orla, Aaron's cousin, is reading her diary for <laughs> <laughs> she took her She took her diary from home, took it to school to read it. She's doing a book report. Uh, and now you have to wonder if she is not really at fault here because come on, like you got to guard your diary better. Clearly <laughs> yeah, at that point, you don't have sure. a handle on your diary. And that point is where it all starts to break down. Yeah. The diary. Yeah. So it's read at the beginning of the pilot. Yeah. She quotes it, which is another funny moment right before they're called to the head nun's office where yeah. she, she just quotes it from marriage. She's like, 
She's like, it's one. She's like, it's one. Thing. She's like, it's one thing for you to read my diary. I could do without you quoting it from memory. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's reading it again in detention, and um, it gets taken away by the nun <laughs> administering detention. Oh, the nun was so funny. Stole the <laughs> lipstick. Reading the diary. Pockets the lipstick. Yeah. Like clearly in her deep in her own purse. Reading the diary. And uh yeah, then it's safe to say all hell breaks loose. Yeah, it turns out the what they thought was the nun falling asleep from boredom reading Aaron's diary was actually her dying of a heart <laughs> attack. Um so, but they all think she's asleep. So real quick, Michelle's grabbing them, trying to steal them. The lipstick back. Because the color has been discontinued. (laughs) (laughs) Claire's Claire's eating her food, her sandwich or whatever. James has to pee. He's peeing in the garbage (laughs) can. in the garbage can. Um, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Better than peeing his pants at that point. I feel like, go James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank yourself there. Yeah. You don't want to see it trickling down the leg. And, of course... Our girl, Aaron, climbing out the window, making a break for it to get to David's gig. She yeah. was personally invited. That she was personally invited to. She's got to get there, so she is uh, a good halfway out the window, and then the door opens. It's uh, of course an amazing just shot that they've set up and now framed in that moment that uh, Sister Michael opens the door. Yep, and everyone's frozen except for James, James who's peeing. <laughs> and then he holds it for a second. Yeah, he stops for a second he's and like, he just can't. He's, he's like, got uh. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant timing. Just well, like this show, so well written, so well like directed. The the design was great. I mean, just again, I I I'm a big fan of period pieces. So any, anything that drops you into that time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you brought up the music a couple times. That's one of the fun things about setting something in, like, the early to mid-90s. It's, like, such a distinctive sound and time musically. Um, also, another thing that I was watching it as an American being like, wow, it's, like, everything they're into is American. Like she watches Murder, She Wrote. You know, I think she had a picture poster like the Cranberries or something. There was like an Irish band on yeah. the on the wall, but ultimately it was like, you know, Pulp Fiction and then all this music from the '90s that the American pop culture, right? It was so well received and just eaten up by, oh um, yeah, by the world. Yeah, at that time, still, you know, just everywhere and gobbled up, and in some places even sort of delayed from where you know when it was first breaking here. Uh, there are parts of the the world that got yeah culture stuff even later than others and yeah it was this it's this idea that America was cool you know what <laughs> I mean like I hope I don't know if that's the case anymore but hopefully it still is you know but it was it but it definitely was the coolest then right I mean I, there was a there was a time when we were the coolest <laughs> yeah and I think that has to do with a number of things including the speed and pace of uh, media and social media which was pretty much not existed right the internet isn't even very prolific at this point globally 
uh, as far as usage and availability and uh, widespread information. And also just think about the like amount of cameras and eyes and smartphones and stuff, you know, now in the world, like none yeah. of that uh, to this degree. So yeah, very different time. And that allowed for a different environment. And yeah, it's so, it's so almost visceral when you get dropped back into a time that you've seen and experienced both for us. Now, yeah. at this point in our history, we're looking back on this time in the early to mid-90s nostalgically a lot with movies like mid-90s and uh, you know ser TV series, a lot of stuff about, just directly about uh, the 90s in addition mm -hmm. to referential, right? So... Yeah, it's, it's so fun to be dropped into a time and then see an experience from somewhere else entirely that's so funny and relatable. And yeah, they tie it together really nicely too where you, know, you have this experience of they get in trouble and they go to the principal's office or the head nun's office and then their parents get called, right? Yeah, so they, yeah, they're back at the head <laughs> nun's office, back at yeah. Sister Michael's office. Yeah. Parents get called in. The first parent, the first parental uh, unit to show up is Aaron's whole family. Whole so that's family. another fun, funny thing. Yeah, everyone comes. Everyone and comes. And that's the, in and of itself is just a funny trope, right? It's just it's mm. not just the mom. It's literally the whole family. The aunt. Yeah. The grandfather's got the baby in his hand. Oh yeah. Um, Everyone's got really something funny. to say, you know, about they, either they killed a nun. They killed a yeah. nun and ate her sandwiches, you know, and like and peed on her. Peed on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The most ungodly of things. So, so this was cool because then we meet. Well, it was awesome. So we've already met her family, right? right. And now we get to meet her or Orla's family. Now we get to meet everyone's family. So the next is Michelle's mom comes in. There's a hardworking nurse, and right. and the big immediately starts complaining about. The bridge, the bomb is still on the bridge, hasn't been worked out. Everyone's late because of it. Kids Everyone's complaining about it. Everyone's complaining about it. And James asked where his mom is, yeah. finds out his mom's gone back to England. <laughs> and he's Without like, me? Without yeah. <laughs> oh, wipe your tears away, James. There's no, no one's got any time for James's feelings. This poor kid abandoned by his mom in Northern Ireland with a bunch of girls. <laughs> oh man, half English, half Irish, cotton between worlds. Poor oh, James. Wow, serious, seriously, complex, yeah. and uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, because because it's funny. You don't think they're just they're saying he's English the whole time. You right. forget that his mom is from Derry, like he's half <laughs> Irish. So it's like yeah. he actually, you know, he's got some claim to be there. But the fact that his father is British would. Yeah. Have gotten him severely beaten every day he went to school. I mean, um, he's ostensibly yeah. Michelle's first cousin. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's English. So, so she comes in and then, and then Claire's dad comes in with a really funny line where he's just like, how long does it take to defuse a feckin' bomb? <laughs> although, although we robots do the work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, you killing you killing nuns now? Is it? <laughs> I didn't do anything, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, he has a great entrance. And uh, and so, and then the, as the scene unfolds, and Sister Michael explains 
that, you know, the hospital, the doctors think it was heart failure, but she's not so sure. So she's going to launch a full, full investigation. investigation. <laughs> and Aaron's mom's like, that makes sense. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> you get to see inside. It was well, cool. It was kind of wrapping up. There was some low stakes version of this happening with Aaron early on in the pilot, you know, where her cousin's reading her diary and she's like, you know, kids, have, teenagers have rights. And then she talks yeah. about Macaulay Culkin div- divorcing his parents. And the, Oh, and that's a hilarious bit. We didn't even touch on. They think <laughs> yeah. it's like some Irish guy she met. Yeah. Like it's a Protestant Protestant kid. Yeah. At that camp. It's like he's not a Protestant. Diversity Actually, camp. I don't know. <laughs> but it's never revealed that he's like, the most famous kid actor in America at the time. <laughs> yeah. Totally swept under the rug. Yeah, his parents Macaulay were really Culkin. From... Yeah, that's a really funny moment. So Aaron now is on this other level. And it's this idea that teenagers, you're sort of caught between childhood and adulthood. But because you're a child, it's this notion that the child is kind of seen but not heard. Right. Right? That like... Even she, she could be speaking the most common sense in the room, but because she's just a, a young girl, they're just not going to, no. teenager, they're just not going to pay any attention to what she's saying. Or Yeah, it's great. They, uh, they make you feel that, right? Like as the yeah. viewer, they, uh, they help you really feel Aaron's pain uh, in those final moments when she's like, What's that? Uh, yeah. What's that line? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. For, and, uh, and they capture. <laughs> absolutely, and and the creator, at least the McGee, she really captures what it feels like to be a yeah. teenager by by making the adults more, almost caricatures of themselves. I mm-hmm. like the bigger and like wild and and kind of non realistic yeah. they are the more real the the teenagers feel. Yeah. Kind of dealing with that. I almost felt like at points their makeup, the parents' like makeup is made to make you feel like they're kids dressing up as adults almost. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh to like really kind of Yeah, kind of hammer home the like sort of absurdity or what it feels like as a teenager, as the absurdity like you're just kids with wigs on (laughs) right yeah yeah and in the 90s also lends itself a little bit to that right because their costumes get a little kind of fantastic like her Mm -hmm. mom is wearing kind of like a 90s jumpsuit and (laughs) claire's dad rolls in and like kind of just looks like a guy from northern ireland in the 90s you know just (laughs) like and um and it's so funny like just how basic what you can do just with costumes, right? And like in the most like, you know, the basic concept for for hair and makeup. So that was that was well done. The art direction yeah. was 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 dead on in the and uh and almost like provides you with so Sister Michael's thing, this really understated how funny she was by being the like stern, strict nun. Yeah. But also was living in this this wacky sense of humor from the show so she wasn't like a slappy with a ruler nun she was the like biting sarcasm dry <laughs> right. dry super dry super humid. all dry uh, 
So funny. So funny. Yeah. Yeah, and that character, I feel like, also harkens back to um, what we saw then in the 90s, which were these 70s throwbacks. So yeah. it's almost like a nod to the nod in a way. Um, to have yeah, she, that. she was trapped in her own time, in her own nun time world. Right. For sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, really fun and funny uh, first episode here. Um, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I, uh, like I said in the beginning, I wasn't sure, you know, initially how, how comedic uh, it was going to be or meant to be initially. <laughs> uh, until you're just dropped right into it and then on a ride and um yeah really funny and silly and uh yeah looking forward to what happens next uh in episodes two and three shows with friends is great because one of us has always seen the show and one of us hasn't seen the show and last time i hadn't seen casual and the experience of watching something for the first time that you know nothing about and are just walking into is really cool so i'm just so glad that eli got to have that experience with Dairy Girls or you just didn't know a lot about it going in. Yeah. Yeah. And the authenticity of the casting and settings uh, really takes, takes you on a journey, something I love to do. I'm a big fan of foreign, international. Foreign's kind of even misleading because what is foreign? So many films right. are foreign to where one specific human grew up. But yeah, international film and television from all over. Big fan, so I'm excited to keep watching this Northern Ireland set and uh, lead teen comedy. This one's pretty much straight comedy. There's no drama in this one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, well, great. So that was season one, episode one of Dairy Girls. And we are going to return on our next shows and friends to talk about season one, episode two and three of Dairy Girls. So please watch episode two and three, the first season of Dairy Girls. Join us for our next episode of Shows with Friends. And we're going to talk about it. Hello, friends, and thanks for listening. We just wanted to take a quick moment and let you know that we are really excited to be a part of a growing podcast network. It's called Connected Podcasts, and there are many other great shows on the network that we think you are going to enjoy. That's Connected, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-D, podcasts.com. Thanks for listening.